Connor McDavid hits number 60 against the Arizona Coyotes. But just how special is this season for Connor McDavid? We will talk about that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Your Locked On Oilers, your daily podcast on the Edmonton Oilers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Oilers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host and former Oilers game day producer, Brett Holden. As mentioned on today's episode, we're going to start off with McDavid's 60th goal as it was a special night in Edmonton as he capped off a major 4-3 overtime victory over the Arizona Coyotes. Special night in Edmonton. But it's a special night for the NHL and hockey in general. We will talk about that in just a second. But also on today's episode, from last night's game against the Arizona Coyotes, a little bit of shifting around with the pairings for the Edmonton Oilers. So how did the defensive pairings fare against the Arizona Coyotes? We will talk about that. And to wrap up today's episode, we have a little bit of of a prospect report as we are heading south of the border as the frozen four tournament gets started so we're going to talk a little college hockey all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers thank you for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day we are free and available wherever you find your podcast Alrighty, let's start it off with that special night for the Edmonton Oilers last night and more specifically, Connor McDavid. We can talk about the uh, 4-3 victory for the Oilers in overtime. That overtime winner was scored by none other than Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid scores his 60th goal of the year. And I decided to do a little bit of a, a numbers game to really break down how special what we are seeing really, really is right in front of our eyes. So... Connor McDavid in 62 games this year, 60 goals, or 72 games, excuse me, not 62. I think I said 62. Let's start that over. 72 games played, 60 goals, 78 assists, 138 points. Now, Elite Prospects has him projected at in 82 games, 68 goals, 89 assists, 157 points. So. Let's get into this little numbers game. The first number is 60, which is obviously what he just scored last night. And that is the most amount of goals scored by an Edmonton Oiler since 1986-1987. That was Wayne Gretzky scoring 62. Connor McDavid is only two away from that number, obviously, then breaking another Oilers record. I shouldn't put that in quotations. It is an Oilers record. Uh, the next number is 66, which is the next goal that Connor McDavid should be looking at because that is the most amount of goals scored by any player in the salary cap era in a single season. That was Alexander Ovechkin who scored that with 60. So he's only six away from that with 10 games left. Connor McDavid has 12 goals in his last 12 games and probably assume that in 10 games he might score six goals. 
The next number or numbers in this case are 68 and 71. Those numbers represent the next numbers after Wayne Gretzky for Wayne or uh, Connor McDavid, excuse me, to then break the next Edmonton Oilers record. That would be Yari Curry's scoring 68 and 71 goals in a single season, 68 coming in 1985 and 1986, and the 71 coming in 84-85. The next pair of numbers results in points, and that is 149 and 161. Those numbers are the only point totals higher than Connor McDavid's since 1995-1996. Those players were none other than teammates in the same year, 95-96, in Mario Lemieux and Yamir Yager. The only duo that has more points since 1995 and 1996 than Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Next is 55, and 55 is the second most amount of five-on-five points this year, and that is held by Connor McDavid. 56 is the most amount of uh, five-on-five goals this year, or five-on-five points, excuse me, and that is held by Eric Carlson. Next is 29, the most five-on-five goals in a regular season this year, or in the regular season this year, and that is held by Connor McDavid. 61, most power play points so far this year, held by Connor McDavid, and five, the fourth most amount of shorthanded points in the NHL this year, held by Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is doing things we haven't seen in 30 years, 40 years, and I'm sure if you dig deep enough, maybe even 50 years. This has been a special season, not only for Connor McDavid, not only for the Edmonton Oilers, not only for the city of Edmonton, but for the NHL and hockey in general. We have greatness right in front of our eyes. And every time he steps on the ice, you better be paying attention because something unbelievable is going to happen for the game of hockey. Connor McDavid, 60 goals this season. Fantastic year for Connor McDavid, and I couldn't imagine where the Edmonton Oilers would be without Connor McDavid. Mostly because, especially to start the year, the Edmonton Oilers' defense was very bad. Uh, very, very bad. However, since the addition of Matthias Ekholm, the Oilers' defense has been much better and has looked a little different. So much so, Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard were the top pairing last night against the Arizona Coyotes. And Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece got split up. We will talk more about some of the changes that happened on the Edmonton Oilers blue line last night. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. 
No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in the same place. And Indeed is only one job site, is the job site, it is the only job site where you are guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offer valid through March 31st. Alrighty, let's get back to last night's game between the Oilers and the Coyotes. And Ryan Rashog tweeted out before the game that the Edmonton Oilers were trying a little bit of an experiment with separating Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci. So, the scoreline, or the score sheet, I should say, that was handed out to the press box read like this for the Edmonton Oilers defenseman. The top pairing, Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard. Darnell Nurse with Vincent Deharnay. Rhett Kulak and Philip Broberg. And Cody Ceci, the seventh defenseman. Now, there's a couple of things to read into. First of all, Darnell Nurse and Vincent DeHarnay is a very interesting pairing. One being the most experienced Edmonton Oiler, and the other one being, well, not so much. Only 25 games, while 26 now into his NHL career. That's pretty interesting. A big, big, big body next to another big body who can skate. Dar or uh, Vinny DeHarnay, I think, has very underrated skating skills. Um, but obviously, Cody Cece and Darnell Nurse, the pairing that has been untouchable the entire season, split up. So how did they do? Now... Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci, of course, especially with the way 11-7 works, was going to eventually, they were going to play together at some point. So, I took a look at how Darnell Nurse played with Vinny DeHarnay, how Darnell Nurse played with Cody Ceci, and then I also wanted to take a look at how Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard played. Because if they're playing top minutes and in theory are the Edmonton Oilers' top pairing, how were they deployed as such? Well, spoiler alert, they were deployed as such. But we'll get that to uh, get to that in a second. Let's start with Darnell Nurse and Vinny DeHarnay. Darnell Nurse and Vinny DeHarnay played 5 minutes and 10 seconds for the Edmonton Oilers together. That was third most on the Edmonton Oilers, which is fair enough. That's uh, Again, the Edmonton Oilers going 11-7, you're going to get a lot of different looks. So playing five minutes and 10 minutes together, or five minutes and 10 seconds together, tells you uh, there's a lot of, a lot of time to, and a lot of 
uh, situations where you are being trusted to be put out on the ice. Five minutes, 10 seconds on the ice. Their expected goals against with each other sat at a .147, which was the best for the Edmonton Oilers amongst these three uh, pairings that we're going to talk about with Darnell Nurse and CeCe and Ekholm and Bouchard, and was one of the best as well for the Edmonton Oilers. The goals against, none while they were on the ice with Darnell Nurse and Vinny DeHarnay. And the unblocked shots against attempted were three shots out of the four that were actually, that actually got passed or that were attempted, excuse me. There were three unblocked shots. Not bad. Pretty decent, especially for a first game for a, a pairing for five minutes and ten seconds. Pretty good. Then, Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece played eight minutes and seven seconds together. So, again, as mentioned, you're going to get some time together with the 11-7, and especially with the Edmonton Oilers trailing for most of the game-ish, or at least in the bulks of the game, the Edmonton Oilers were more likely to fall back to those types of pairings. Their expected goals against, however sat at a .557, which was the worst on the Edmonton Oilers last night, was out for a goal against and had seven unblocked shot, uh, shots against attempt or shots against. I keep putting attempted in there. There were 10 shots uh, attempted. Seven of them got through Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece. Not fantastic. I take a look. At that and how Cody Cece and Darnell Nurse played with each other. And take a look at how Darnell Nurse and Vinny DeHarnay played together. And yes, they played three, basically three full minutes difference between the two of them. But when you take a look at the expected goals against, especially, which kind of puts them on the same playing level because it averages out. It's kind of shocking. The .557 for Nurse and CeCe, the worst. And the .147 for uh, Nurse and DeHarnay speaks volumes. That is a very difficult pairing to play against. Speed and Darnell Nurse, he has fantastic closing skill. He is very active in his own end. And playing in front of the net with uh, Vincent DeHarnay is one of the stupidest things you could do. Ever. Genuinely ever. He is a nasty boy, so much so that John Tavares had to pay however much he had to pay for his slash on DeHarnay. You see Arbor Jackai, who is the fighter of the year this year in the NHL, the, the tough guy in the NHL this year. Well, he's out for the year because why? He fought Vinny DeHarnay. I'm not saying he's the absolute be-all, end-all of the NHL, but he's a tough guy to play against, and other guys, experienced guys, and guys who have established themselves in one way or another in the NHL have faced his, well, let's just say, wrath. I like that pairing. I would like to see more of that, and like Jay Woodcroft said, the reason being you got to try things when you're going to the playoffs and down the stretch for the playoffs because knowing is better than not knowing. And then finally, Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard. Like I said, if they're playing top minutes, what is top minutes for these guys? 
and it was top minutes. 13 minutes played for uh, Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard, the most amongst all Edmonton Oilers defensemen. Their expected goals against sat at a 1.56, so second between these uh, three pairings, but they were very good there. We're not out for a goal against at all, and unblocked shots uh, through were three out of four. Three. Only three shots got through Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard in 13 minutes even. Even. 13 minutes, only three shots got through to Stuart Skinner at one point in this game. And that doesn't even promise that once it gets through them, it could have missed the net, hit the post. That doesn't even mean that it was on target either. This has been a fantastic, fantastic pairing for the Edmonton Oilers, shown utter success, has given Evan Bouchard fantastic uh, confidence in his game. He's playing a lot more. It's given the Oilers fans a whole bunch of trust. I trust him a little bit more, especially with him next to Matthias Ekholm. This has been a fantastic addition for the Edmonton Oilers because, again, this is all the nuclei or nucleus of the changes we saw last night is Matthias Ekholm. All of this is because of Matthias Ekholm. And the stability and versatility that he can bring allows the Edmonton Oilers to break up a Cody Ceci and Darnell Nurse and play Darnell Nurse with Vincent DeHarnay and play Kulak and, Kulak and Broberg. I didn't even mention a very solid uh, uh, pairing as well. I believe they played five minutes together or four minutes and 30 seconds, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head. They played very well together as well. So the little things. We'll see with better competition, especially with Vegas on Saturday night. But do the Oilers go back to CC and Nurse? Do the Oilers go back to DeHarnay and Nurse as well? We shall see. Either way, let's get away from the pros for now as the Frozen Four has kicked off. Well, the puck is dropped, I guess. There's, if you're kicking, it's probably not going to be a goal. But the Frozen Four tournament has puck drop or drop the puck. Either way, let's get into some of the Edmonton Oilers college prospects. We will talk about that in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and there is no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign it up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot to get your no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with FanDuel 
Alrighty, let's wrap up today's episode with a little bit of college hockey. We're heading down south for the Edmonton Oilers prospect report as the Frozen Four tournament has dropped the puck today as uh, a whole bunch, well, 16 teams have been uh, facing off, including Skylar Brindamore's Quinnipiac uh, program there. They are facing off against Merrimack at 3.30 tomorrow on Thursday, or on Friday, excuse me. That is going to be a good one. Skylar Brindamore, though, was uh, selected by the Oilers in the seventh round in 2017. 36 games played this year, 13 goals, 18 assists, 31 points, and is a senior. This is his last year there. And the Edmonton Oilers have until August 15th to sign Skylar Brindamore or else he becomes a free agent. There have been some teams swirling around Brindamore as Brindamore was the ECAC best defensive player of the year. And that's pretty impressive considering this is a guy who scored 31 points in 36 games and obviously potentially even more once the tournament opens up tomorrow for him. But, again, there are teams swirling around Brindamore, but the Edmonton Oilers seem to be pretty attracted to uh, Brindamore. The big thing is, is will Brindamore sign with the Oilers? It sounds like the Oilers really need pro contracts, especially, and need him in Bakersfield, probably more specifically with Bakersfield. That's why you see the signing of a guy like uh, uh, Carl Berglund as well yesterday. But Skylar Brindamore, a big name to watch out for uh, by the end of the tournament. The tournament starts for him tomorrow. If his team does lose... Watch for a lot of chatter on whether or not the Edmonton Oilers do sign him and whether or not he does head to Bakersfield. Now, Brindamore is the only one of the Edmonton Oilers college prospects still playing hockey. The other three are completely out. Let's start off with the two University of Vermont players playing for Jay Woodcroft's brother, Todd Woodcroft, for the Catamounts there. Luca Munzenberger and Joel Matez. Luca Munzenberger, that shutdown defenseman that the Oilers selected with the 90th overall pick back in 2021. Uh, that was a, an interesting pick at the time. Not a lot of people knew about him. But a lot of people love him, including me. Uh, Bruce Kerlock, every time it seems like he sees Munzenberger play, he goes free Luca Munzenberger. Now, the uh, Vermont, Vermont Catamounts, excuse me, the Vermont Catamounts. Uh, the Vermont Catamounts uh, lost in the Hockey East semifinal, or they lost in the tournament to. Boston University, who is the number one team in the nation. Shocker. The Catamounts were not very good this year, about a 500 team. Uh, so losing to Boston University was no shock. Uh, they lost in the second round. But the thing with uh, Luca Munzenberger is that his even strength goal differential has improved for him. He does have five assists so far this year, which is much better than what he had last year. Uh, five assists in 27 games and 19 blocks for him. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. The issue is, is that it seems like there's no real development right now for a bad team for the Vermont Catamounts. So it might be impartial or very important, I should say, to get Luca Munzenberger 
into the pros. He needs to turn pro and get meaningful minutes for him to develop or else sometimes defensive defensemen that are caught on bad teams just end up basically getting caught in the bad system and not necessarily developing much. So it might be very important for the Edmonton Oilers to turn Luka Munzenberger pro as soon as possible. They say hopefully fall maybe uh, earlier than then, but we shall see. Now his teammate, Joel Mata as well. So far this year, really upped his game down the stretch, his offensive game, I should clarify there, as he has been a fantastic shutdown forward for the Vermont Catamounts, playing great defensive minutes. He is a face-off guy, uh, a penalty killer. He is a cycle suppressor as well. A lot of very positive things talked about with his uh, defensive uh, abilities. But still down the stretch, seven goals, seven assists, 14 points for him in 35 games. Now, it sounds like his future, not necessarily right now for uh, going pro, for the future sounds is more in the hands, excuse me. I'm talking myself into circles here. Uh, his future stands in the hands of Skylar Brindamore. If Skylar Brindamore does end up signing for the Edmonton Oilers this year right out of college, it seems more likely that Joel Mata will return to Vermont for another year, and then at the end of that year, he'll be brought up to the Edmonton Oilers. However, well, uh, signed to a pro contract, I should say. If he doesn't, however, if Skylar Brindamore does not sign with the Edmonton Oilers, there may be a chance that he too is signed alongside Luka Munzenberger, brought into the Edmonton Oilers organization, and Brindamore goes where he goes. Uh, and then the final Edmonton Oilers prospect that we are going to talk about is Thomas Missouri, who is playing at St. Lawrence University. Now, St. Lawrence lost in twice against Colgate University. It, they play a best-of-three quarterfinal there, and they lost both games of 4-3 overtime loss and 3-2 loss there. Now, Thomas Missouri is an interesting case here. 28 games played for St. Lawrence, 3 goals, 9 assists, 12 points. He transferred to St. Lawrence from Providence, which is a pretty solid hockey program there as well. Now, Missouri was drafted in the same draft as Matei Blumel, who he is also known as Matei Blumel's best friend as well so probably went into a little bit of the reason why he was drafted and that was the draft year that the Edmonton Oilers selected a whole bunch of forwards Dylan Holloway Carter Savoy, Matvey Petrov, Matei Blumel, and Thomas Mazura were all the defensemen or all the forwards excuse me that the Edmonton Oilers drafted in that year Blumel, however, now is in the Dallas Stars organization and is looking like a pretty formidable prospect there. However, it sounds like there is some optimism with uh, uh, Missouri in the Oilers organization. He's still only 22 years old, so he still has some time there. And he's got some size on him, too. Six foot four, 190 pounds. We could see another year from him in uh, college hockey. We'll see if he does end up signing with the Edmonton Oilers or if he uh, goes elsewhere. It'll be interesting to see there. He is a Czech guy as well, so he is. He does have the ability to go back to Europe too. But 
That is the uh, Edmonton Oilers prospect report that's wrap it up there. Tomorrow we will have a full preview of the game for the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. That is going to be a massive one. A real measuring stick for this new Edmonton Oilers club who hasn't faced the Los Angeles Kings or the Vegas Golden Knights since the Edmonton Oilers acquired Matias Ekholm or Nick Bukestad. Let's wrap it up there, folks. We shall see you tomorrow and after yesterday's massive win. And in honor of Connor McSixty, play La Bamba, baby.